There's levels to this. Avicii. Exactly. Mel's got it. R.I.P. Is he? He passed away, oh, he right? Died, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. R.I.P. then. Drug overdose? Yes. Okay. Did you watch Sad. the documentary on HBO? I had Oh, there is. Yeah, it's I very good. Okay. It's very good. Is it about drugs or just Avicii? It's about his life, which oh, okay. includes drugs. The man, the myth, Avicii. But how much of it is like about drugs? I don't know. I mean, like after he got famous, it was like drugs and alcohol. He did it for like four years, just every night mm-hmm. going hard. That's pretty tight, though. So his, li- his like, liver was dead. Yeah. Welcome back, chodes and chodettes. It is me, Nick Kerrigan, with Mark Murphy. Hello. And our special guest of the day, Gabriel Branco. That was a great introduction. Thank you. I, I do my best. You struggled with my last name, though. Well, yeah, okay. So here's the thing. I knew Gabe for, like, a year and a half before he told... Well, he didn't even tell me that I said his last name wrong. So it's spelled like Bronco, so everybody called him Gabe Bronco. But lo and behold, his wife had to tell me that it's actually pronounced Branco. Because, I mean, I get the whole not wanting to correct people. Thing. I actually didn't even correct her. She found out through other means, which is kind of <laughs> hilarious. But <laughs> So, yeah, I, I will always struggle with that. Also, it's just like, I have to like look at somebody's face to remember their name. No offense. That's upsetting. It is. I have a lot going on up here. <laughs> So it's, I don't know a lot of, I'm not going to say, Never mind. Second guest, how do you feel? Kind of upset that I wasn't the first guest then. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can fight with uh, Robbie. Is yeah. it like a fist fight? What kind of fight? It can be. That'd be actually oh, really sure. entertaining. Okay. We can say. go bare knuckle. I mean. He's been lifting a lot lately. Yeah. I have been gym. lifting none, so <laughs> I think he has the advantage. But you have the fight technique. Is this true? I have to think about it now. What kind of fight technique? I mean, you actually know fighting. You, I watch UFC and I yell at the TV. I feel like that's <laughs> the extent of it. Okay, so you, you know fighting as well as I know football. Do you yell at the TV when you're watching football? Every day. Then yeah. That it's on. Absolutely. Okay. That's a fun little introduction to Gabe. Uh, and now I suppose we could just jump right into tech. This isn't really tech news. It was just kind of a tech thought that I had. Um, so I was just kind of like wondering what the hell happened to like old school YouTube. There was all these iconic videos like Charlie the Unicorn. And then there was like this weird pancakes one where it was actually their landmines. It was a claymation thing. Um, I don't remember that, but Oh dude, it was so good. I'm going to see if I can find it later. Okay. And I just felt like the YouTube used to be so creative and then through their own algorithms and, you know, paying people and all this to be creators, they killed the creativity of their own platform. Yeah, I think that's the thing is that it became a monetizable thing. And so then people were on there for money and maybe not so much as just getting their creativity out. People yeah. still do. Because that, that is something that a lot of the creators talk about is that, like, you know, you're more likely to see a Jimmy Fallon video on the front page than their video. And it's just kind of corporations are more, quote unquote, family friendly than real people. You know? I mean, that's true. And, but the thing is also with those is that TV like channels like ABC and stuff, they will go out and find sponsors and ads. So like the ads that you see on Jimmy Fallon's videos aren't the same ones that like a lower creator oh, yeah. will get on theirs. Like those aren't organic ones. Those are ones that ABC has gone out and said, hey, GMC, will you sponsor 
us on YouTube. And if they say, yeah, that's why you see a GMC ad on YouTube. A lot of people don't know that, actually. It's like very, it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I don't see any ads because I'm a, yeah, I'm a bad person. Yeah. <laughs> I support nobody. Not even myself. I skip all ads, which I think we no longer have, correct? Yeah, we took off our ads. Yeah. So. I mean, we made a whole $2. So. Oh, dang. But I feel like, I guess the internet in general has just kind of gone to the wayside. It was created to connect people and bring ideas forward and culture and all this and that. Yeah, like groups, like people who all liked one thing could find forums. You know, back in the day, like when yeah the internet started and stuff. You know, me and Teresa were watching like a comedian on Netflix like yesterday, and he said something that was like obviously funny because he's a comedian, but... He said that the internet is the one thing that he's seen that has disseminated information and actually made people stupider. Yeah, I totally which agree. Unlike profound from a comedian, but like in the most true sense, like that's what the internet has done. Like anti-vaxxers. And, I was just gonna say that, yeah. like the anti-vax like, movement. So it's, it's absurd. Like it's not just dissemination of like factual information. It's it's like dissemination of people's opinions mm-hmm. about factual information, whether they like agree. About it or not, which is like insane, but. And it's just so crazy that because we have all of the information in the world at our hand, we don't actually know any of it. We don't have to remember anything anymore. My memory sucks, you know. And you think that's attributed to the internet? I think it's partly attributed to the internet. I'm not saying you're right or wrong. I have no idea. Yeah. I'd say by, by making life so simple, it I think has tuned my brain per se in a way that I don't have to remember things. Yeah. You know, I like with the names thing, I have people's names in my phone. I will look up their name if I have to know their name. I mean, it, at work, we have a, a photo directory so that it puts a name to a face. So I can just like look at that before I go talk to somebody. That's nice. It's, yeah. Kind of shallow, <laughs> but you know, such is life. Yeah. I think to an extent that's true, but like, I also think, for, like from my point of view I remember like just stupid shit I'm sorry if I swear on this podcast no you're hard, fine but, like <laughs> but I, I mean I remember things that like shit I have like no business remembering and I forget things and people call me out on it i.e. Teresa will call me out on something and I'll go oh I never said that like so matter of factly when I probably did say something along those lines maybe not exactly like how she remembers because she's probably got you know memory issues too like Nick but yeah, I don't know I can remember like movies like really well or just tv shows like references that have oh no God. bearing like on anything i do like day to day and when when, I, when people first meet me they're like oh man he's kind of clever i'm speaking for other people obviously um yeah because i've never heard somebody say that <laughs> like in front of me about you but uh, <laughs> but like i i pretty much speak in movie and show quotes i you know and i think that a lot of the what i say is kind of a deep cut reference that people just don't get, so then they think it's an original idea. When I don't know if I've ever really had an original idea. It's all just rehash of Yo, other dude, people's. Nobody has original ideas. True. No, except the Japanese. That's about <laughs> it. I think. I think Please the explain. Japanese. <laughs> I think the ja- like the Japanese. You ever seen Tentacle Porn? <laughs> <laughs> Only they could come up with that shit. I mean, getting off with getting off <laughs> of hentai. Let's just move move past that. I mean, like a lot of the TV shows and. And I think that people who watch Netflix and have seen those documentaries about toys and like movies and things like that will understand that like 
the Japanese have created so much for their own selves and then really haven't taken advantage of like international recognition of things. Mm-hmm. And the United States just goes, hey, let me just like reinvent this or hey, let me just like take what you've already done and apply like some American overtones and we'll just pump it out to the public. Yeah. Taking and a the, TV yeah. show, putting some white people in and then marketing it on. And even like broader, like in the broader sense of like ideas, everything stems from something. Like nothing is just like you could have like an original. I'm using air quotes. Sorry, <laughs> I'm a hands talker. But <laughs> like fine. you have like originality in the sense that like your original spin on something that's probably already been done mm-hmm. that has met. Like you might not consciously be using it, but you've seen it somewhere. It resonated somehow with you, and you're spinning it back out with your own like arrangement or like your own twist, I guess, like on something and you say, Oh, I came up with this, but like, did you, did you really like, yeah, I am definitely along the lines of, uh, philosophy wise with how free will is not a real thing because everything you do is influenced on past things that you took in. Thus you never actually make your own choices. So I get it. Did you just get a book from Melissa? Yeah. Ed Snowden's new book. Oh, Ed yeah. Sheeran. Okay, go on. N- not okay. Ed different, Snowden. different one. But Ed, is everyone aware of who Ed Snowden is? NSA. He uh, was a blower. WikiLeaks. Wasn't that him? Is that's, it, that's a different guy. That's Fuck Assange. Yeah. Is it? Julian Assange, yes. right? Yeah. 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 So right. different guy, Nick. But okay. uh, we'll inform me. He's just a, he worked for the NSA. He was a whistleblower on that the fact that the government was spying on all of our stuff, our yeah. webcams, the FBI, and everyone was in there and stuff. But uh. He talks about his past for a little bit, and like when he talks about that, he, he talks about like the birth of the internet because he was there for when he got his first computer, and it was the internet was just pretty much forums, mm-hmm. people talking about things, and like, hey, I need help building a computer, and people just like people were nice, like the internet was a good place to be, yeah. and then he just makes this like really good point mm-hmm. in how like kind of big corporations have kind of taken over the internet, and I feel like that's like really true, mm-hmm. like it's now it's a it's made to make money. And monetize ads. And it really, it sucks the creativity out of things. Yeah. Ultimately. I guess that's my end of my rant. I hate corporations and I, <laughs> I were, I'm just another cog in the wheel too though. So. <laughs> I think we're all a cog in the wheel. I mean, like looking to you and to Mark, like I, I think all three of us are like double down on corporations <laughs> at this point, right? Like <laughs> Law and engineering. Yeah. Yeah. How much law school do you have left? I have a semester left, actually. I'm almost done. Damn, dude. Dang. I don't know. You know, I, I probably shouldn't say this on the podcast, but I just don't care anymore. But Dude, that senior slide. I get it. I lived uh, it, too. You know, I got I got a B in a class, um, like, yesterday, and I looked at it, and I was like, oh, this is fine. This is great. <laughs> this is great. This is fantastic. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> and, like... It, for retrospect, like for context, like a B in law school is like you're slightly below average in the class grading, like on the curve. Yeah. Like a B plus is like, hey, you're very, a- you're average. Good job for being average. A B is like, come on, come on, man. <laughs> you Are better. you even a lawyer? If you get a B minus, it's like, hey, I almost gave you a C. Like you need to buck <laughs> up. Like you can't be doing this stuff. But anyway, yeah, I have, I have a semester left and it's, ugh. Law school should only be two years. Anybody who's listening to this that's going to reform law school, it should be two years. Do it. I said so. <laughs> Thus spoke, Gabe. Please don't make us take out any more loans than we have to. Makes this living hard. College in general. You go on a whole talk right? about the price of college. And I saw like another one of those like diagram things. It was like, 
back in the day, you had to work this many hours to pay for a semester of tuition. It was like 27 or something yeah, stupid. Yeah, it's crazy. And today it's like minimum wage needs to be $30 in order, like an hour. It's crazy. So yeah. It's like who, who got into a room, sat down and went and decided how much college was going to cost for each unit. Like obviously probably the board, but... But then it's like as a nation, like, who, like yeah. all, it's like it's not just like a state or anything. It's like mm-hmm. college everywhere. I in think the US. that's just like how the market played out because somebody was like, "Oh, people need education. Let's just like make let's, it super expensive. Let's just make all the money." Yeah, yeah. And then one college was like, "I'm gonna make my hundred thousand dollars." And then somebody's like, "You can do that." So then they made exactly. theirs. Yeah, it's such BS. They're pretty but. much just mini corporations. I'll just throw that out there. They're everything that you despise, I guess. What yeah. you just talked about. They're just another corporation, but um. Yeah, I mean, our high school pushed trade a lot. When we were seniors? Yeah. I don't, don't you remember, remember our school counselor? No. We had like an assembly where they sat us down. They're like, hey guys, you don't have to go to college. I do not remember that. I'm glad they did. They yeah. should. It, yes. Not everyone needs to go to a four-year university. I, I remember looking down on people at the time because I was an asshole. That's the worst part. I it's am like, an asshole. I, yeah, same thing. I was like, oh, two-year like school? trade like, school? Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be an engineer. And then I realized that I'm no better than anybody else because I'm still an idiot. Exactly. Well, but, ugh. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like social stigma is that if you don't get a college education, you're not smart or you didn't do it the right way. Yeah, and like not even like but, college, like a four-year. Like if you go to two-year, like, oh, what, what are you doing with your life? Why are you doing that? I think I think the, the view on that is changing though. With, I think so like, too. With our generation and all that. Cause pe- I mean, people are getting degrees and still not getting jobs. So, yeah. you know, I mean that right there. And then even like we have degrees, you know, and like we make money, but people who go to two years, they're in the job two years earlier and they're making more money yeah. in certain positions. You know, it's crazy. And they didn't have to take out loans as much. Exactly. Yeah. If you go to a community college or you're going to a JC, uh, you know, chances are maybe you're playing like a sport or something. I know Teresa did, and she got most of her school paid for, mm-hmm. uh, like at a, at a two-year school. And it was like, why doesn't everybody who doesn't have to go, like, you can go to a two-year school, get your associates, and then go to a four-year school and like pay half. Just finish of, up. Yeah, just finish. But like, it's the stigma that yeah. you did that first. Like, why didn't you just go straight to the four-year university? Yeah, yeah, it's it's messed up. Dumb. I guess my my miscellaneous thought of the day. The other day, yeah, was what are your top three things you're buying under five thousand dollars? If you just randomly get five thousand dollars, okay, so it's your lap. three. It's three things for five. Not top three things five thousand dollars. So it's not. So 15, that, okay, fifteen thousand. It is okay. It is yeah. Oh, so three things five thousand dollars or under. What are you buying? Yeah. Why don't you go first? So I have like an idea yeah. of like what costs five thousand dollars. Because it's like. This? I feel like I'm very poor, and so right now I'm not spending anything. Like if it says five thousand dollars, it's in the peripheral, like automatically. Right. Um, I mean because it's found money, immediately buy gold and diamond teeth, just because I have wanted that my entire life. I don't know why. What's the cost? Five thousand dollars. It is. You're just, just gonna to... you're just gonna walk in there with five thousand dollars and say, look, I want. How much $5,000 gets me in gold and diamond teeth? I want it. Yeah, because that would be like eight top, eight bottom, just VS <laughs> diamonds. Not because VVS, obviously, because that kicks it up to like 12K. But yeah, just every some time, very slightly. Every time you say like outlandish shit like that when we're at dinner or something, I always think you're joking until you like get into like the nitty gritty details and you've like actually looked into it. I really looked into this. <laughs> it just like, even like that 
giraffe tattoo thing you you had been talking about before, and you Wait, like knew exactly Wait, like is this what? one where it's licking his nipple? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah, dude, I almost got that too. <laughs> that was almost the tattoo I got. But then I was like, but like, I'm gonna look old someday. Or what if I get like fat, and then the giraffe gets fat too? What you do is you get fat first, and then you get the tattoo, and then <laughs> the tattoo like the giraffe will slim down with you as you get skinnier. Get real skinny. I guess, yeah, tattoos would probably be another thing. A couple sleeves? I don't know if I want to go sleeve. I'd probably do half sleeves. Actually, just got a new tattoo, so. Yeah. So, yeah. it continuation of the shoulder? Yeah, it's like it's like a three-fourths sleeve. That's tight. Whoa. Or, I'm sorry, one-fourths. So, like, the top of my shoulder. It, like, yeah. went down onto, like, my back a little bit and into my shoulder. Because if I could have, like, the shoulders and, like, a sick chest piece, that'd be great. So you're just describing me. You want to be me. It's like what <laughs> yeah. you're saying. Yeah. yeah. The northern Minnesota you. I could get with that. I'm I mean, even growing out my hair. I so. feel like I would be friends with myself anyway, so that's like, <laughs> that's perfect. And then I'd probably buy like a used car because I hate my car so much. I hate your car, so I'm proud of you for yeah. going, taking that step, like in your imagination. Yeah. My seatbelt hasn't worked for eight years now. If I get in any crash, I'm dying. That's really bad, Nick. Immediately. That's really bad. I like to live life on the edge. Is that, like, kind of liberating? <laughs> yes. Okay. Also, I don't have anything ding on me, so that's great. <laughs> nothing dings. Because, oh my god, nothing gets me more angry than a car dinging at me to buckle up. I'll do it in my own time. Don't tell me what to do, car. It's there for safety, Nick. Okay. It saves lives. Well, it's, it's going to just have me plugging in a seatbelt and then not using it ever. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, like, it saves lives sometimes because it's made by a corporation and they want to make money. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Fight Club, risks. It's all, I don't know it's the all history. calculated in. I don't know the history of seatbelts, but I will tell you that they were made to make money at some point. I think the car manufacturers were already making cars without them and people were dying through windshields. And they're like, these are an airplane. You can't buy more cars, cars if you're dead. Exactly. I guess that's, again, corporations. I guess you're right. You're right. Corporations. They yeah. did it to make money. You know what the great thing about the internet is, Mark, is well, like you could say those things and I could get on it and just trash you and say you're wrong. You're gonna make without any found, yeah, without any founding evidence, I could just say that you're wrong. Like, the wonderful, why I don't know, geez. World Wide Web. There it is, Jesus. Nice, Jez. I said nice. Thanks. I said Jez. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> I said jeez. Silly. For clarification. <laughs> So what, do you, what what are you guys buying? What's your medium purchase? Not a really a big purchase. I'd say it's a medium purchase. It's not a house, you know. Unless you do want to buy a, a house with five. Yeah, just, just came across five grand. One thing I'm just need a nice big, fancy TV. Dang. Like an OLED, you know, seventy five inch OLED. Smells like. Nice. His wife is shaking her head at him. And then a, and, that's and the then most a diamond ring ever. for my betrothed. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> you know what? That's my number two. I take that. <laughs> what's your What's your number three then? Jeez, yeah, I don't think I'm number three. Dude, three How about you give your number just one? I'll two, give my just one, just at least one. Just do one. Okay. Ooh, that's a tough toss up. Well, if you're if you're caught between you know, two, say them both. Honest to God, I would love to have another like gold chain, but like one of those ridiculous be Dude, big gold chains. Yeah, like a good rope. Yeah, or like, like I have leg? like I think I have a good rope right now. Yeah, but. Like, I, this was an upgraded rope. I got a rope when I was, like, little, like, for my communion. Yeah. And, like, I graduated, I think I think it was college. I graduated college. I had that little chain 
I was a little boy until I graduated college, and I finally got a slightly bigger chain. But I really just want a massive chain, maybe with like a flavor flave clock on it. Clock, but like the clock is studded, you know, with like diamonds and. I get that. But it's functional. I can't have it not be functional. Yeah, that's a deal. I was gonna ask, like, what occasion is this? Just for everyday life? You wear no, this bad boy? No, you you put it on to feel like you're in control of things, like you're yeah. in control of time itself, like you're Thanos. Just with a clock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's actually great. Also, I take back the car. I would buy an exotic cat. And nice. then, like, throw a microwave out of a hotel? Yeah. <laughs> okay. For, hold up campus for a few days. I would definitely buy an exotic cat immediately. Wait, are you going to go on about the cat and the microwave? What was that? Don't you remember the you? Do you want me to dude? Yeah, I can tell the story. Yeah. Spiel. There was this guy who was here during Super Bowl, like, Super Bowl week. Um... He was in the con- I, I forget what that hotel was called. The com- okay, the Commons. The, oh, com- the Common. Yeah. At uh, right, right by uh, TCF and stuff. Yeah, yeah and there's like, like the Applebee's in it. Yes, a really great Applebee's. I cannot say good enough <laughs> things about that Applebee's. Okay, I've been there. Yeah, they, <laughs> this guy was there, and I I'm sure that he had. This is my understanding of the story. He had a warrant out for his arrest because he was physically abusing his exotic cats back in Arizona and he had left the state and he had like lynx cats he had two lynx cats that he, it looked like his neighbors like had broken into his place and looked at these cats and they were like disheveled skinny and beaten and so they're like animal cruelty charges and this guy they were coming to I think arrest him or he just freaked out because he heard that there was a warrant out for his arrest and he like locked himself in his hotel room and he threw a microwave out the window and they said that they didn't have snipers on the roof, I think, but I think they definitely had snipers like across because they shut down that part of campus for a whole day and he just surrendered. Because I remember them being like, we don't know if he has a gun or not, so we have to assume he does. I, so I remember this. I did not know there was anything related to cats, though. Yeah. I just remember yeah. something. You were like, did this guy murder his wife or something? No, yeah. cats. No, he just hmm. beat his exotic cats. Apparently, they're super expensive. Dude, yeah. Why v- would you beat your expensive cat? V1 or V2 cats like that go for like tens of thousands. I what? think, uh, like a sorry, not not V1, S1. It's like how far away they are from wild. Oh. So first, it's like generation. So first generation, like, is the child of a wild cat. And those are what usually breeders want. Cause Interesting. You get better cats out of it. Honestly, if any part of that story was unfactual, I'm really not sorry about it because this is the internet and I can say whatever I really want about that. Exactly. So I'm sorry to him, I guess, but you're, he's probably in jail now for beating his cats. Yeah. We can only hope. I, I wish he was. Like, you should never touch a cat like that. I'm trying to get brownie points with my wife. And you're even <laughs> allergic, a cat so that's big for you to yeah. say. Dang, dude. After all they've done to you, <laughs> turning the other cheek, it's noble. Very noble. <laughs> Okay, what's your next topic? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This was just me at work. Ooh, philosophy. Yeah, my little philosophy thought. So I was just working away, being a little worker bee. And uh, my buddy Aaron Sherling actually turned me on to a podcast called Philosophize This, which are little 30-minute episodes just about uh, different philosophers and different philosophies. So I've just been binging them, and I'm going to re-listen to them so that they actually stick. One was kind of about how, like, how our society, how capitalism wants you to identify yourself as a worker because then you, you, know, you, you don't think about other things. You think about work, then you do work. So like 
the the thing I thought was like, what happens to humans once we fully automate everything in life? That all we have is like technicians. You only have to. We have so many people that everybody's a technician, and you work maybe four hours a week. You know, you just you fix your one little thing, and then food is grown by itself. Animals are fed. You don't have to do anything yourself. Um, and like, does does that like make us lose our purpose? Like, do we, I feel like people would get kind of crazy. I feel like people would get lazier. So you, don't you still have a minor purpose in being a technician or something you're saying, right? Are you saying like full on, we've made robots to fix robots yeah. and like, we don't do anything anymore. So yeah, we have robots to fix robots. We don't have to do anything. We can just live life. So we like, we don't contribute to infrastructure. We don't in contribute way. to anything. Well, yeah. how, like, what would happen to sectors that depend on consumers, like travel and, you know, like in Hawaii, it's pretty much all vacate, like it's the hospitality business. Like what, what happens then? Like, where do we get the funds to go and fund those things? Well, I was just thinking that like you could travel wherever, do whatever you want because we, the infrastructure takes care of itself. We have robots to do things. Money is pretty much not an issue. People can just live and eat and so exist. You, you become a hobbyist. You just That's what your life is, a life of a hobbyist. You just do whatever. Like, I'm gonna, I enjoy playing video games. I enjoy yeah. doing all these things. And since I don't have to work, I can do this 24 hours a day. Yeah, essentially. I just feel like... Because I, I, a big thing in my mind is like people, people find purpose in like their significant others or work or religion. You know, you say, I am this. Yeah. This gives me purpose and reason to exist. So then if you don't have religion and you don't have a job, what is your purpose for existing other than to exist? I think that's a hard question. Um, it makes I, life seem yeah. kind of bleak. Yeah. I think that what were we watching? Me and Teresa were watching Anger Management with my dad like uh, about a week ago. And there's a scene where... I know this is anchored, like, ooh, Jack Nicholson and Adam Sandler, right? Oh, it's this philosophy. But um, there's a scene where he asks him, like, can you can you tell us who you like who you are? And he does what you did. He lists work. He lists he's Jewish. He lists that mm-hmm. he's you know what his hobby is. And he and Jack Nicholson keeps telling him, you're not telling us who you are. I know it was just to piss him off in the mm-hmm. movie, but that's the question you're getting at. And he like Adam Sandler was like, I don't know, like, how do you want me to answer this question? So I don't I don't really think there's an answer to it. Yeah, it's a good part of a philosophy. Usually isn't. That's true. Which is why, like, philosophy majors are, like, the single most hated people, <laughs> like, in, in a bar. Like, yeah. let me... Dude, that happened at a bar once. I was, like, getting kind of pissed off. I wasn't getting served. I got passed over twice, and I I was visibly annoyed. And the guy, I'm like, I turned to him, I'm like, dude, this is BS. Like, I'm not... He's he passed over me twice. And he goes, well, dude, at least you're not starving in Africa. And I say, yeah. Because I was fortunate enough to be born a middle-class white man. And I'm in a bar. So don't preach to me right now. I just want my goddamn drink. But did, did he ask you how it made you feel? No, he just shut up and left. Oh. Yeah. Well, you were kind of the asshole in that situation. No. Don't, don't try to preach to me when I want to be mad. <laughs> I'm not trying to tell you how to feel. I'm just asking you how it made you feel. He made me more angry. <laughs> he just made the situation even worse. I just wanted him to go, yeah, dude, but no. He my, tried to turn reason on me, and I was pissed. 
my conception of like like those type of people is that scene in Goodwill Hunting. Where yeah, he's in at the, the bar. At the bar, yeah. At the bar with that asshole. And he's like, How do you like them apples? Like at the end. Oh, that scene gets me every time. <laughs> it's so good. Because I love apples. Like I get it. But <laughs> <laughs> Boom, I got her number. Yeah. <laughs> what a classic movie. But see that that's such a flimsy line. Cause do you like apples? No, I don't actually. They're too acidic. But I love orange juice, so that's weird. That's I don't like more the, acidic. I don't like the way yeah. apples feel in my mouth. We have some apples. You want to try again? I don't. Okay, that's fine. Because <laughs> I don't like apples. So if he said no, I don't like those apples, and they said, well, how do you like these? Okay, so, so I guess I it feel still like works. They were like <laughs> in a McDonald's or something. So I feel like him asking him if he liked apples was like, no, I'm in a goddamn McDonald's. Like I'd be somewhere where the apples. Yeah. I like fast food. I'm yeah. at McDonald's. Dog Ronald's. Yeah. It's fine. I feel like him and Ben Affleck wrote that script, and I hate Ben Affleck, so I just like chalk it up to Ben Affleck's. That's what Ben Affleck contributed to the entire movie. Yeah. Would you say he is the worst Batman? I No, I don't. I think George Clooney was. Oh, wow. Yeah. At least, you know, at least Ben got into shape to play Batman. <laughs> Sorry, George. George Plus, Clooney just stayed chubby. No, he just stayed George Clooney, and they put Isn't nipples he, on his bat costume. Fun? I mean, he's got, like, a dad bod, I think. I mean, to be fair, Michael Keaton fit. was also, like, skinny in that role, but he was, like, a far better... Like, the movie he, he was in... Yeah. It, which was nice. He says, Michael Keaton. He's like, ooh, I'm sly. I'm Michael Keaton. Yeah, I love Michael Keaton. Yeah. No cap, he's the best Batman. That's controversial, no but, cap. like, yeah, I, that's, I believe that wholeheartedly. Sorry, I was Christian. Say, I think we. I was just about to say. I think we can all agree Christian Bale's the best Batman. But oh, I guess yeah. not. I'm sorry. No, we can yeah. argue about it. I mean, we. Who's the best I've Batman? You. He said Michael. I Keaton. said Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton's the best Batman in your. He eyes? just said that. I think he's my favorite Bruce Wayne. I wasn't like convinced about Christian Bale being. I think Christian Bale was the best dude in the suit. I think that Michael Keaton was the best Bruce Wayne. Hmm. I think it's really tough to nail Bruce Wayne. Christian Bale is a god among men. <laughs> And he was the best Batman. Zero cap. I just I disagree. I'm sorry. I'm I think he got elevated by the people around him. Okay. Really? Really? I mean, well, I'm not agreeing with you. I'm just saying I, I see your point. Because that why was I a great you. cast. It was a good cast, but I mean like he did a lot for yeah. the movies. I think he's the second best Batman. I think he's the second <laughs> best Bruce Wayne. I think he's the best person in a suit to play Batman. So best Batman, second, second best, best Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Wayne. Yeah. Okay. I don't think Michael Keaton was the second best Batman, like physical Batman either. I guess I've never like split it. I've always been like just Batman as a as a person. You yeah, know, just like the grouping of the two. He is one. It's yeah. just like their person. Like I think it's so hard to play Bruce Wayne and Batman because Bruce, you're like um, Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. You're like trying to play a guy who's playing a guy who's playing a guy. Yeah. Like I think that's tough. You yeah. never you never want to be in that situation as an actor. I think. Yeah, that's tough. That's really tough. I mean, I feel like I'm I'm playing myself in a movie right now on a podcast. It's weird. Isn't it kind of? Yeah, because I... Like, I saying I just outlandish stuff just to get a rise out of both of you. <laughs> Things you wouldn't normally say? And I'm trying to get Teresa to laugh, and she's just not laughing over there, which is like... We're like 35 minutes in. How did... Uh, she who laughed was your, at your yeah. want, wanting the gold chain. Did she laugh oh, at she that? Oh, she laughed hard. <laughs> she wasn't supposed to laugh at that. <laughs> like that's like a deep dark thing I just said I mean I didn't think it was funny right and I bear this gold teeth thing on my sleeve all the time it's true and I just get laughed at but you know who's gonna be laughing with gold teeth soon <laughs> I am 
No. So, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, how better am I doing than your first guest? You probably have better sound quality. I would say you really? guys are... He definitely had to share a mic. Yeah. You have your own mic. Oh. It's an upgrade. It, this, I would say we had great conversation with Robbie. Great conversation with Gabe. Yeah. I don't know if it's... You brought a lot to the table. If anything, it's like Nick it and my fault for not getting better topics if people think this is the worst episode. Yeah. That's okay. People can think I'm a terrible person. That's very chill. Like, I love it. Let people think what they want to. It's not your job to make them think anything. I honestly don't give a shit about what people think. I'm, I'm curious to see what you guys think about that. I think you're like, a garbage human. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, play into me. Let's do this. Just kidding. Welcome to the roast. <laughs> Dude, I do want to do a fucking roast sometime. I do, too. I really want people to just, like, talk shit about me so we get it all on the table. And, like, ten years from now, I can just bring that shit back up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anytime we hang out with Tanner, it's kind of a roast on Tanner, though. Well, it's not his fault. He's a Morty. Like, <laughs> you can't. For context, Rick and Morty, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. But he's definitely a, he's definitely a Morty. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, Which so. I, would, I would be upset if I was a Morty. That's not the way you want to live your life. You're just a smaller Jason Momoa. I try to be. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would really... <laughs> Hit you in the heart. It really got me going. <laughs> Teresa <laughs> gave me the what face? Because <laughs> she doesn't think that, which is like sad for her. Because <laughs> she's married to you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I like she that. should hype me up more like that, but she doesn't. It's fine. I, I think we don't hype each other up enough. I mean, I think maybe maybe I should start hyping her up more. After this podcast, I'm going to hype my wife up so much. That she will divorce you and get somebody better. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be so hyped. She's going to leave you. <laughs> she actually just started watching you. I don't know if you both have seen um, that show. We just started watching. I started watching season, season I'm on two. episode five now. That's mm-hmm. about where I am too. Yeah, Mel and I are watching it. Full disclosure: I've seen maybe two episodes, the last two of the first season. Okay. Teresa watched, binge watched a lot of it, and I said I don't want to watch that. You know, typical Gabe shit. And I, you know, yesterday she was like on the tail end of it, so and I walked in that. there, yeah. and I was just like, oh, "This guy's insane." Yep. Yeah. So you're hooked what now. Is, you start in season two. You know, season two is a little slow to start out, so I was like, ah, I'm, I'm not really into it right now. I got into the thick of things right when shit got crazy. Yeah. And it's like, I, I can't got, believe I don't this. think I've gotten to the crazy part yet. In season one? No, season two. Oh, I'm not, I haven't, we've watched, oh. she watched like one episode of season two. I mean, he's killed oh. people already. I mean, it's pretty crazy already. Yeah, but. He murdered people. The way Robbie was hyping it up, it seems like something insane is going to happen. Yeah. Whoa. So I mean, yeah. I've had people reach out and tell me that. I remind them of Penn Badgley. The, I don't know if that's a that's good what Teresa said today. Holy yeah. shit! She was like, you know, Nick kind of reminds me of the guy from you. That's and I was like, <laughs> he like how? And she goes, ah, just you know, just kind of in the face, in the cheekbones. And I was like, oh, you don't mean like murdering people? Okay, <laughs> like I'm so glad we Thank got goodness. Yeah. Oh, so okay, he doesn't seem like a sociopath. Got it. Although in the second season, they make a reference to him looking just like John Mayer, and he does look like John Mayer. He does. That was funny. Yeah, it was funny. I, I, laughed. I audibly laughed at that joke. <laughs> is it the sleepy eyes? What do you think? I, like, I think it's the hair. The hair is what makes tall, him look like. Tall black hair. Just, yeah, sits up. He's so much skinnier than he was in Gossip Girl. He kind of freaks me out. Where he's from? Yeah. Okay, everyone knows. I was like, he seems like he should have been something other than this. Hmm. Also, I was like, on, I saw his name on the thing, so I looked him up on Instagram. Apparently, you was a Lifetime show. Yeah, Netflix bought it off Lifetime. But it says a Netflix original. I think they... When you buy the rights, you can do that? 
Yeah, probably. I know. I think you could just do whatever you want if you're Netflix. Probably. I think that since Disney came into the picture, they can do a little bit less, but... I'm very unimpressed with Disney right now. Why? Because The Mandalorian's done? Yeah, that was yes. their one show. <laughs> Absolutely. I have not turned Disney Plus back on since that show ended. Yeah, same. But also, the ending of The Mandalorian... Did you guys all watch it? Yes. Yeah. Spoiler alert, the Black Saber... That means that that dude is the Mandalore. He is the head of the Mandalorians. Really? That's the only way you can get that saber is if you well, kill he knew, the he knew his guy. name, right? That's, he knew who he was. Yeah. He knew his real name. And the only people who know his real name are the other Mandalorians. Yeah. That means he's the head of Mandalore. That's wild, man. Oh, okay. See, I, didn't, I just like yeah. thought he was his higher up at the, the Mandalorian camp place yeah. or whatever. So he's that, like the guy. That shit rocked my boat. I like the way that they took the helmet off, too. Yeah. I like that scene. I actually didn't know who it was. Did really? They, did they... Was it released before that episode? Like, you just see who it was? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I know who he was. Oh. It's the guy, guy from, from Game of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah. Thrones, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, squeeze head guy? Yeah. And it's actually really funny because uh, in the Game of Thrones, they're like, shouldn't you wear a helmet? And he's like, I'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> so now now that he's in That's the show... My, my dad brought that up, too. Yeah. <laughs> my dad was like, do they not take the helmet off before this because he got his ass crushed in Game of Thrones? It's like, no. He's a Mandalorian. Stop it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's part of the religion. That was a nice anyway. little uh, TV talk. I like that. Yeah, that was nice. Watched a lot of cinema. Yeah, unfortunately. Maybe we should watch a lot of this. Dude, I'm on episode 55 of Hunter Hunter. Oh, now we're talking about anime? No, <laughs> I, I can't get into this because I will talk <laughs> we, forever about we would, this. We, we can talk about it at dinner. It's fine. Sorry, Teresa. This can wait can for you to be on next time because I want to oh, finish, yeah. finish it and then have my thoughts in one big bubble. But I do like how fast-paced it is. That's great. It's, you know, um, yeah. Why don't you have talking points about anime next time I come on? That's my next appearance. I will. And I mean, we you, guys can, like, you guys can teach me anime then. We can weeb, the we'll make you a weeb. Never... We'll weeb out together, yeah. yeah dude. I don't know if I can be a weeb, though. I'm, like, part Japanese. Yeah, so you it's actually like, are I, Japanese. I don't, you have the past. I don't think I get to be a weeb. Yeah, you just get to be called Japanese. I'm actually not Japanese, so I'm Okinawan. It's slightly different. Yeah. Well, I don't have, like, a culture. I'm like you do. I'm I, I feel like 10 things. I'm that's American the weirdest thing is that everybody has a culture, and like I feel like if you go back and connect with it somehow, you're you find like a new part of you. You understand yourself a little bit better, and I think it's weird with. Sorry to call people white. I'm part white, so I can say you're white people too. But anyway, with white people, it's like you guys are like Scandinavian and German, and does. Those hist- I mean, not all of the history is good. Sorry, German people, but <laughs> like, <They> don't. <laughs> like, but there's yes, a yes. rich culture of, yeah. of food and language, and like just because your families have been in America for so long that you're like American, it doesn't mean that you know the old country whatever is lost. That's in a really that good point. Sense. Like, I, you should understand like everything about history. I mean, my I'm talking to you know, Appreciate out of the side of my honest. mouth. Yeah. But because I'm always like, Oh, you know, like Hawaiian and Okinawan and you know, those are like rich cultures that are, you know, different and oppressed. And, but like I, my mom is white, right? Like I feel like she's German and Czechoslovakian. There's like a story to be told there. And there's something to understand about that aspect as well. Yeah. Maybe I should look into it. I think my grandma does all the ancestry stuff. So yeah, do it. I'm, I feel like just, you know, you have to, like, experience something. I, I feel like if you can tether yourself to some kind of culture, you, you feel it's... I don't know how to describe the feeling to you. It's... I feel more proud, you're proud. about being yeah. more self. You're proud. Yeah. It's a dangerous game, Germany. 
Sorry. <laughs> not to bring it back to that. Okay. But, I just uh, think you have to disclaim that you're not a Nazi first before you like delve into like why you like German history so much. That would make me think that they're a Nazi then. I'm not a Nazi, but... I feel like if everybody started doing it, it'd be, it'd be fine. Okay, we actually do have to go to dinner. So thank Fantastic. you guys. Thank you, Gabe, for being on. Yeah. That was yeah, I'm sorry that we let, like ended on the whole Germany thing. <laughs> no, that's fine. Who's going to fucking call us out? Nobody. I hope not. I'm not a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we are not Nazis. Thank you for yeah. listening. Like and subscribe. Share to your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your sister. Pet a dog. And a cat. Stay frosty, everyone. Stay frosty.